Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and I a- am I joined by? Yeah, Jay Lit the Kid. What it do? What it do? Why wouldn't you be joined by? I don't know. Like you texted me this Featuring, morning. Featuring, uh, uh, you know, presented by. Am I a sponsor? I I don't know. Like you texted me this morning with some stuff, and then now I'm looking at our show sheet here, and you. I texted you- Mike, and I said, Mike, I'm definitely gonna be there, 100% commit. Put out the calendar on the invite, and you're telling me right now that you didn't get that. Uh no I got it but you know you 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 texted and then now I'm gonna the show sheet and it just says beef on it and I have an an inclination of what it's about and we're gonna get into it yeah there's gonna be a little I mean look it, this is a post July Fourth podcast if you didn't think meat was on the docket then what are we doing here <laughs> right yeah what are we doing here uh how's everybody doing out there episode seventy one in your face. Um uh uh let's 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 dive right into let's just let's just dive right into you wanna it. You want to dive in? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have any pretty intros intros for you. I want to dive right into it. You want to get right to the meat. Yeah, I want to get right into the meat um because you know, we saw each other on the weekend, so I don't need to ask you what you did. I kind of know what you did. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to clean that up in a little bit. So, um uh, let's dive right into uh, the episode here. And as always, we start the episode on uh, Jordan cleaning us up. Opening, we're, we open up the Janner's closet and, Jor- and Jordan cleans up uh, last week's episode's Peacock for us. Yes. And what he th- what in his in his thoughts on William Anyabor. So I was very, see, see, very intrigued. I was very intrigued um, because of the past peacocks that you've done that come from Africa and their sounds. And maybe you guys should go back and listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. Very good one. Um, but this was piquing my interest a lot because whenever it's coming from Africa, it's always going to have some of those just classic sounds, you know, namely like a, something to do with the drums involved there, mm-hmm. heavy stuff like that. So I was very interested to see how the genre of music, how he was going to kind of twist that together and braid that together. Because to me, that's always the cool thing that I'm listening for when I'm listening to music from a faraway land is how are they, what are the sounds that sound familiar to me? And what are the ones that I don't recognize? And 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 it's always interesting and cool to hear how they do that. The same way as if you listen to, you know, funk disco coming out of Brazil or, you know, out of who the fuck knows, Israel, whatever. So I was very interested. I loved the sound overall. Um, Good Sound was one of my favorite songs that he did. Um, That to me is exactly like you can tell that disco and funk was happening in America and just like the same way the old like t-shirts that get donated over to Africa and you see them wearing like the the Tupac all eyes on me like 5 years ago like you could tell that the disco funk had moved over there and they had taken the elements that they liked from it and then added that Africa sound to it mm-hmm. and created that sound much different from Fela Kuti y- yes yeah but there were some consistencies there with like 
undertones of the Africa sound. The Afro beat and stuff there. Correct, yeah. William did a lot more synthesizer, drum beat stuff. Yes. You know, Fela was very bandy. Yes, there was a little bit more electronic to the things that were going on, and that's the disco, though. Like, and Fela, was to me, was even just different in the sense that it was jazz. And jazz is very instrument heavy for the most part. I mean, that is that is the, absolutely that's basically the meat of jazz. Yep. You know what I mean? So it was really cool to see him kind of blend that funk, but then it it you could tell a lot more of his songs had that disco feel to it. Mhm. So um uh so we had a big July 4th weekend. Yeah. Uh we threw down. Uh Jordan you came You did. You threw down. You Jordan threw down. came through. Um, it was, uh, a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, it was a star studded affair. I would say yes. We had some celebs. We had some big wigs hobnobbing around. We had Izzy up in there. We had Izzy Gutierrez up in there. We had, yeah, Izzy Gutierrez, Chris Cody. Yep. The Cody's were live in effect. And Greg Cody. We had the yeah. whole family. Yeah. Um, Izzy was awesome. Way. I don't know if saying that he was way cooler and normal than expected. Right. Is like, is like not a backhand. I don't know how to say that and only mean it complimentary. I know exactly where you're going with this because I felt the same way. It's like, I didn't know what I expected, but he exceeded. Correct. You know? I actually hear because I have like my July 4th cleanup as I put it. I just put Izzy. Just as good looking and as nice as I figured he would be. Absolutely killer bod. At, yeah. Yeah. At rock hard, solid bod. Um, that's a bird that won't quit. I showed my wife the picture of him that's like, I think it's like the magazine cover. The one where he's like uh, yep. laying back on his elbow, shirtless, just, just, I'm, you know, we're in an old, you know, blues band, and I'm just using that washboard to create some fucking sounds with the spoons. Yeah. Um. The uh the weekend was great. It was a ball buster, but it was a lot of fun. I have a compliment and a uh and whatever the opposite of a compliment is uh, for you. For me. Which one do you want first? I So this actually, let me ask you just in a more general sense. Let me open this tab real quick. When you get the good news, bad news text or someone says that, what do you do? What What's your go-to? We've talked about this before. But I want bad news first. Always. Yeah. Always. So Give me the bad news and then let me you know soften the blow by giving me something good. Now, normally, if it was a normal party or whatever it was... And you uh, left without saying goodbye. Yes. I wouldn't care. But for some reason, whatever you want to chalk it up to, this one was a little different for me. Mm. I popped up to uh, my my King Suite at the Best Western. You just threw that in? Then I Best Western. So you You guys... Good news, bad news. And... I had to change. Got to get out of the, uh, the 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 trunks and put on some regular clothes. And I was up there for twenty minutes, maybe. And I came back down, and you were gone. You and your wife, and you were gone. Pissed. I <laughs> so not cool. I so the do I now get to build my case? Sure. Or- 
So, uh, Gabriel... Uh, Shit-faced. Yeah. Uh, fell asleep in the chair. Yeah. He's asleep in the chair. Yeah. Uh, wife's kind of giving me the look, but also she's drunk. As she's one to do. Yeah, but she was also... But she was actually pretty wasted, which was yeah. very funny. Yes, it was actually. It's been a while yeah, since she I've doesn't, seen that. She, she loves a, an adult soda, but she rarely says... Let, I want the whole case. She was hilarious because multiple times she was calling my name, Alex, and I would come over like, yo, what's good? And she would just be like, oh, not, what's up? And I was just like, <laughs> like, she like two times. I was like, oh, you, you, you're grooving. Yeah. You're in the groove. <laughs> I, I forgot about this. So I did look around and notice your absence. And I said, this is All my right, time. I gotta wait. No, no, I did the complete opposite. I said, like, <laughs> that's always one thing when when wifey and I are leaving. She wants to do. She doesn't do the elbow baggins Irish exit, but she's. If you're on the way to the exit, you're getting a goodbye. If you're on the other side of the party, you're not getting anything. She hopes you don't even see that. I am the opposite. I love to go and be the mayor of the city. So good to see you. you oh, thank you. Your baby. Totally the I, opposite. You're saying bye to people that you you're you're high and bye. Yes, I'm actually probably trying to start a conversation on the way out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. just start one. Like, like an in depth one. Yes. Yes. Like I. T that's a. I will admit that is a self admitted problem of mine, and it is very uncharacteristic of me. But I was very decisive at this point. I said. I got a fellow comrade who's just laying on the battlefield wounded out and one that, you know, my logistics team over here, she is What's going on? She, she she's she's holding watch. She's, she's holding watch. the map upside down. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> she's holding the map upside down. Yes. And I, I did wait. I I there I you weren't around and I said I got to make a call. Not even a text? You don't not even a text? Would in you have answered that text by today? Does that matter? Mm. Sitting no. in traffic, not a text. Mm -mm. You're right. I'm now, sorry. speaking of text, I did get a text uh, yesterday from Gabriel. Okay. And, you know, it was, you know, it was your. You know, Wait, so is that the bad? Is the bad news over? Uh, yes. Op opening up another tab real quick before we get oh, to good news. Okay, okay. I thought this was the good news. Uh, I did get a text from Gabriel yesterday and okay. it was your typical, like, Hey, had a lot of fun. Alex is reading between lines. He knows what he did. Mm. I think he was sending the text of like, I was a piece of shit drunk. Fuck. Thanks for a good time, man. Yeah. Um, I think it was definitely like the, Hey, I'm sorry, or I shouldn't have fallen asleep text. Right. But I don't know if it's like the, you know, I was too much of a drunk asshole. I, I, that's where I'm knowing Gabo. I think that's where it would be. Yeah. Like he didn't say like, Hey, sorry. I or he, he would have been like, like sorry. You. I partied too hard in Miami the night before. He didn't do any of that. He was just like, yo, thank you. Like it was yeah. awesome time. But read, read, read between the lines. We're reading between the lines. Um, uh, the pros, the good news. Okay, closing that tab. Gabe, you're out of here. Um, you totally stepped up on the sausages, mm. and more importantly, uh, because I was Papa was watching, Papa's watching, and I'm seeing you cooking Chris's Chrissy's uh, steaks. 
So let's let's. I have this on my list, so I'm glad you're bringing this up, or even more organically than I could do it. Let's set the let's let, let the listeners know. Let's set the table for them. Uh, so Chris Cody, Chrissy, he uh he brought some picanha steaks. It was a big uh you know hubbub. He was doing this big thing. He was doing a thing, yeah. And he was out of a, a fish out of water, out of his element a bit. Well, the interesting thing was, I think at first you started getting everything on the grill. Wait, definitely not enough real estate on the grill. We got to move this over to the other grill right. so that we can kind of get this up to heat and just get all the stuff done. So at that point, you're like, hey, get all these sausages. Get them on. Got those on. Chris is looking very pensive and very um, unsure of himself. And I, he kind of let me like take the reins. And I felt there was a, a, a silent mutual exchange of, hey, bud, I need a little bit of help here. And me saying, anything you need, my I guy. I got this. I got you. But I also tried to make sure that he was included and watching so that, you know, I wasn't just catching a fish and giving it to him. Right. I was teaching him to fish. Right. And the so we get he admitted towards the end. It. Yeah. No, 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 no. He was definitely like, yo, Late on the night, he, he, was, was like, he fully was like... Because I was like, yo, kill those sticks. And he was like, eh, Jordan was there. So that was you know, actually like that. Because <laughs> I wrote down, I, I wanted to know, the whole reason I even wrote it down is because I wanted to know if he fully admitted to the performance enhancing Jordan or if he took you all the were, credit. You were PEDs. I was, yeah. I've been known to, you, you know. You were HGH. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, he fully admitted it. He did. I cooked the first one. He he cooked the second one, though. Well, well I mean, how, the only way he was able to cook the second one was being... I mean, so, so the man, the man yeah, can fish. You, uh, you killed it. You you stepped right up. I mean, you, you know your way around the grill, so that was awesome. Thank you for that. Um, well, one of the things I wrote down, actually, was what when's the last time you and I like independently were grilling together um never or like or i mean it would have had to be like food truck stuff right but we weren't together but not even then really we weren't yeah. together i mean i can't but i was thinking maybe an event even when or like used Florida, to come... georgia or, there was probably one time back then that we were cooking together but i can't remember it was one of us was always cooking yeah but i don't think really ever at the same time no because even when we used to go to your house for uh, on Sundays for games, yeah, you, you always were manning the grill. It wasn't like I was. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So that was interesting because I was like, man, that was fun. I can't remember the last time we did that. Then I really thought about. It. I'm like, I can't fucking remember any time. Yeah. So um, that was great. The only other thing that I had, I had two other things written down. One was the temperature of the sand. Fort Lauderdale Beach, you got to do something about that next year. It's pretty year. bad. It was a billion degrees. It's pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. you were not moving. It's like a, it's like the horror movie where everyone has to stay inside in the desert because you can't go out on the sand. Like it's trembling. You had or some shit. maybe ten feet, not without even. sandals. Yeah, not depending even depending on the sandals. And the only other thing was, um, I just loved that the the we had the old heads there. Right. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you know, Chris and you had really taken over the reins of just being the manpower to get all the stuff and just get everything done out there with contributions from other siblings. But it was really great to see uh, Chris's daughter and Clementine just being like 
they're the little kids at, yeah. at this. So like we're looking up at the older people, right? And they're looking up at us and the even older people. Right. And being like, you know, this is what we do. Yeah. Kind of, you know, just the little kids being there. And just really, you know, making it a full family event was was pretty cool. Well, and that was the genesis of the whole thing, um, which will uh, will be a perfect segue into the next thing. The genesis of this whole thing was because we used to do it, what you know, when we were younger. And I, mean, Chris and I wanted to create those same memories for yeah. you know my niece and his kid. Yeah, like just like we had. You know, yeah. growing up, like there, and because and, like, and, and and Greg asked me that on uh, his podcast last week, yeah, about like how it came about, and that is that was the reasoning f- for why we brought it back was because we wanted the nostalgic great memories that we had growing up of our fathers and our families doing it. We wanted to provide those same things to you know Chris's kid and my niece, the youth, yeah, the yeah. So that was cool. Uh, that that definitely made it feel like a like a full on summertime July Fourth summer family BBQ. Yeah, you know. So that was really cool. Um, and I'm glad you actually brought that up because I was listening to the Greg Cody show, w- trying to support my man's. Uh, you were on the week. It was actually the episode that came out, I believe, on the fourth, but recorded before the fourth. Right. Talking about the fourth. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Greg Cody show uh, is a podcast. Uh, guys, go check it out. Um, I was on it last week. I, I frequent. You've been a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah frequented, you know, uh, a few times there. But I was on it last week, and uh, that's what we were discussing. And it was. Uh, it's always funny because you know, on the Levitard show, they're like always forgetting or like doing a very funny plug for Greg. Mm-hmm. You know, for his show. So it was very funny. Also, then he went and he actually plugged our show. Yes. Shut the Funk Up podcast. Yeah. And check it out, guys. Yeah. You guys should listen to that. It's really good. And my man's was talking about the pod. And basically, I felt like Batman was at the at the 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 top steps of the of the courthouse with the bad guy all, you know, wrapped up. And Robin is sitting right next to him, me. And uh you didn't even shout out the boy. This fucking guy. I mean, I feel like you came over to my July 4th party and left without saying goodbye. Wow. Wow. You see how I did that? Yeah. Wow. So I think we can both now say that we're even. Okay. Wow. Do you like um, what I did there? Um, uh, yeah, I would, I would agree <laughs> that we are. We are. So let's, I, I, and I'm not going to sit here and, uh, you know, tell you to go fly a kite. Mm. But I'm gonna say it's nice and windy out. I didn't. So what's what? What Jordan is saying is I was on the Greg. I didn't. Uh, I plugged the the the, the cast. It never uh, brought up his name. Yes. And uh, that's a big faux pas. I should have. Yes. Because you are just as much and important to this. Uh, this whole. Uh, it, well, it's just more that I want the selfish notoriety. Yeah, and, that, and that's what. So yeah, and that's what I'm getting to is I should have plugged you, should, you know, because you're just as much part of it as I am. Uh, but I know that that's not the reasoning of why you're mad. Correct. You want I'm much less than your you. name being yes. said. 
Well, as and the last uh, two times your name was said. It was? It was. You see, didn't even listen. Your, your last two times your name was said. <laughs> okay. Um, well, then I listened to the right episode. Yeah. And so, yeah, I should have plugged you, but I didn't. And um, I should have called you. That's all I'm saying. Yes. I should have called you. You should have shouted me out. We're even. We're even. We're even. Okay, perfect. Fuck off. So the <laughs> the beef has been squashed. That was that was that's how it should be done. Yes. Put the guns away. Yes. Um, Alex, what did you learn this week, please? I need to know. I got a big one, man. You got a big one? I got a big one, dude. Oh no. This I feel one like is not good. So we always do this this kind of it's I think good, mental man. sparring while the episode's going on about who has the better one is it better for you to go first in that case and make the second person look like an idiot and now i told you uh i indicated that i have a very quick one and now you have a big one just automatically off the rip so it came out today okay i'm just gonna read the headline first <laughs> okay Sony Music pulls three of Michael Jackson's songs from the streaming platforms amid allegations and confusion over lead vocals. Have you seen this? I did see this. Uh, just a little teaser. It was on my quick hits that will be happening uh, after this segment. So I'm crossing that off. Um, can, I did not. I don't know much about it. So so what what's going on here? So because this isn't the normal stuff Michael is accused of doing. Well, for uh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna first say get out in front of it because you know we this is a podcast that, regardless of what you think, we love Michael. Mike's a big part of our life. Yes, it is a little hypocritical that we're telling R. Kelly to go fuck himself, but that was a little bit more proven. Is that what we're gonna stand on? Uh, one was guilty, one wasn't. Okay, that's so that's it's not black and white, guys. One has more money, the other one doesn't. It's not black and white. Uh, well, don't say that to Mike, you know, because it doesn't matter if you're black or white. That's true. Uh, I mean, actually, this is the one situation where you're black and white. Right. Wow. Little Sammy Sosa. Well, well, I, I, I guess both did the same thing, right? They bleached. They bleached. Yeah. Uh, so this he is, went too much. This bleach. is the uh, and this is the word that we, uh, we've done this before on the podcast that I struggle with. Okay, perfect. This is the uh, the album in question is his posthumous posthumous album posthumous posthumous posthumous. It was the one after he died. Correct. And um. He, there's three songs off that album. Posthumous? Post? I don't. I don't know. Posthumous? Po I don't know. I'm going posthumous. And it's uh, the three songs got uh, taken, you know, off of that album because uh, his family, the uh, Jackson Estate, uh, internet um, uh, detectives and whatnot have sniffed it out, and they have said that. These three songs, Michael is not singing on them. It's not Michael. Okay, so my question was, did he just not sing on it at all, or he did sing on it? And they're claiming they're claiming that 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 ain't Mike. So, it's first of all, they have been pulled. So that just tells you it's not Mike. 
Oh, okay. So they've already that they made that allegation recently, and they just already fucking took. Sony them off. already pulled it off of Spotify. Like those three oh, songs. So that's already mm, an indictment. Mm, okay. And I, uh, I, you know, I did the research. I went. I pulled back the seaweeds of the Everglades to figure out what happened here. Okay. And that exists there. Uh, saw. What's what's it? What's out there? The saw. Saw stuff? What's the plant? It's not seaweed. <laughs> Fuck off. Algae. So, I'm going algae. Um, apparently, this album was f- made by a list of producers. And they made the album. And then they sold it to Sony. And then Sony put it out. But Sony owned all the rights already? Yes. So how could they... They were allowed to use his voice f- for all the other songs and not have to clear that or they cleared that through Sony and sold them the album. Sony did not do their due diligence mm. and uh it has now come out for a fact that Michael did not sing on these three songs and um the original producers used somebody else. All I got to say is that's bad. It's not yeah, it's like not, what I did there. It's, uh, and I just, and if you're doing stuff like that, you can't rock with me. Do you have one more in you? Um, um, I I do have, I do, I have one more, but I'm not going to tell you yet, but it's going to be a thriller. Um, there it is. Uh, and so, yeah, it's not good, but I don't think, I don't think it's a bad look for, for Mike is obviously, you know, he's, he was already dead. Uh, but. So, it does. It begs the question, though. Who's that man in the mirror? Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, Sony. Who's that man in the mirror? Fucking, a, you're good. So yeah, that's why last week, uh, Michael uh, did not sing on those three songs. It's not his fault. It's Sony, the producer's fault. But they got pulled, and um, I'm glad. I'm glad that it got sniffed out. Yeah, I think you're one that's going to be like, don't dilute this with something that Well, isn't. in the album, too, like, if you listen to it, it's called Michael. It's trash. Yeah, I it's to me, it's like, why would you need to put any of his stuff out? He there's, put out plenty of his own before he died. There's only one good uh, song on it, and of course, it's like a little cool medley type of uh, song that was put together by none other than Mark Ronson. That's the only good one on there. What's the song in Free Willy 3? Where the free willy free willy jumps over the rocks. What is that? What? Yeah, I. That's what I was. The whole time you were talking, I was listening. I was just trying to figure what that song was, and then it's called somehow. Free Willy. No, I don't know. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if Michael had a song called Free Willy. I mean, Jordan, what did you learn this week? Uh, I got an interesting one for you. I um, just like you might have thought that I also learned that this week. I'm I'm curious to know if maybe you already knew this, but it was uh, I'd say a shocking revelation to me. And what I learned this week is that 
Mr. Jurassic Park, Mr. Independence Day himself, Jeff Goldblum, is actually a jazz pianist. And has has, uh, an album and is actually signed to a label. Um, And it's Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I listened to it. He he performed at Glastonbury uh, a while back. And... um, He's uh, uh, it's called the Capitol Studio Sessions. There's another one. I shouldn't be telling you this. It's actually pretty good. And I was, you know, it, it's you know, you you hear of like actors and celebs that are also good at music, but I didn't. I just didn't think he'd be one of those guys. And then I also didn't think it'd be good. Honorary Peacock. Uh, you be the judge. Yeah. Yeah. So it was All right, like, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, like I was like I hadn't I was just I had one of those days at work where I was like I need something just some background stuff and I put jazz in and I saw it on there and I was like Can't what is going on? Can't and I him. and I checked it out and it was great. Can't be him. Yeah. It's him. He's a jazz pianist. Love that. So that's what I learned this week and um pretty good. God, check yours are always so much better than mine. Was it? They're always they always are. That one, it was hard for me not to learn yours this week, because that's something I feel like you and I are both gonna sniff out. Like, yeah, pretty like that's got like three days before we're going to know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, right. Yeah. Um. Let's uh. Let's get into the meat of uh of the episode, and uh, you've got some some quick hits. Everyone's favorite. Yes, I um, I routinely compile. By the way, sorry to cut you off. Uh, to go back to the quick quick hits, was it last week? Uh, with the napkins in the mm-hmm. yeah, I had to borrow. Box. I had to borrow my father's truck this uh this weekend for Excellent. the Fourth of July. Excellent. Big red. No napkins. N- Your dad's a no napkin kind of guy. Uh, and speaking on Chris Benson, but don't worry, uh, your boy stopped at Chick Fil A. Um, Put on some the napkins way. in there in mine today. Do a couple in there. There you go. You know that's what a son's supposed to do. Filled it up with gas. Threw some napkins in. Yeah, that's. Thank you. Let you're, him know. I, you're I doing the him. Lord's work. I didn't tell him. You don't need to tell him. He'll know. Mm-hmm. He know. He'll know. He'll, he'll know, know what he did. He'll know what he did. Um, but yeah, I got some quick hits. I just. I'm routinely writing things down throughout the week with just thoughts. And when I can't compile them into a theme, I just say, you know what? Let's just, I'm just going to hit them with a barrage of questions. It's either going to be an opinion, uh, you know, a personal question. And I just need something from you on this topic. What do you got? All right. Number one. Stranger Things, the new epi- the new season just came out. Uh, where- Glad you brought thumbs that up. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Where are you on it? I need I need to know what your stance is. Glad you brought this up because this was something that I wanted to put on the show sheet, but I I have a mini confession for you. Okay. Um. More bad news. I'm yeah. I'm. St- I wanted to put this on the show sheet, and then I was reluctant to do so. Because I'm losing this, and this is something I've not, I've not, I've never told you. I'm losing confidence in, you know, your taste and or uh, consistency of watching movies and TV shows. 
and I wanted to talk about Stranger Things. Okay, more bad news. And, yeah, and I wanted to talk about Stranger Things, and I was like, I feel like if I put this on the show sheet and we bring it up, he's not only probably hasn't watched it, but he's probably going to fucking dog it. I've seen them all. So I've watched, I've, I'm, I am current. So I will now answer your quick hit. Amazing. Okay. Uh, Didn't think that's where you were going with that at all. Amazing. The, uh, are we going, let's just do longevity. First season, great. First season, yeah. Second season, good too. Third, good God could have done without it. So annoying to me. It uh, furthered I, I nothing. Got, I got what they were trying to do, but it felt after your season four performance. I now know how much you were slacking during season. Right, five. and then now season four just came out. Absolutely amazing. That's how it's done, people. That's clever, cleverly written. Yes, and. You know, the whole time, too, that I'm watching it, because I have stated on this show about child actors and how I don't really give them the respect. Yes. These guys making me rethink. Okay. And before I go, and I'm going to, because we're in the nest, yeah, your we're boy, the, we're, I'm, I'm the only one that's going to hear your this. Your boy cried. Really? Your boy shed tears when they got. When you know, there's there's a during the embrace. During the embrace, I, Spoiler I, I, yeah, I don't want to do like too many spoilers, but like you know when. So you thought that I was going to think that strange, I that Stranger Things was bad. Not only did I think that I I I literally was like I'm not putting this because I don't think he he watched it. That's how bad. That's how little I th I think. Oh, of. I've watched every season as it came out. I'm I'm up to date. Yeah, I thought um, a lot of that I think had to do too with you know you know what you know a lot of the reason the reasoning why your I, judgment is all clouded because of the Bridgerton. No, it's because of your wife. I for some reason think that there's a lot of things out there that you would and want to watch, but because you have to share a remote with someone, you don't get to. Um, I mean, the market share of what I choose to watch is certainly less now. Does Ellie like Stranger Things? Yeah. Because it's, we it watched, is a we horror. Watched, it's, we it's, watched it's, that it's together. It's, you know, it was the, the new one, by the way, too, was like scary. Like it was gory too. That one. She was like, I think this episode more or this season more than any. She was like, uh, let's only watch like one at a time. These actually are like pretty intense, like more than the other ones for sure. Right. So yeah, I think they added viol as like the characters got older. I think they were like, all right, we can do some of this stuff now. Yeah, Stranger Things was really, really, really good. Okay. Yeah, Murray I it, is my favorite. Yeah, Murray actually, I read an article character. on him about like that. This is his biggest role ever. He's always been a character actor and like every other thing yes. he's ever done. Yes. And this is like his like starring role. I love like, him. In his mid fifties. I loved him. Yeah, he's good. Um, definitely thumbs up. I, I think Stranger Things is definitely going to be one of those shows that they're going to do spinoffs. They're going to make Stranger Things a brand. Yeah. That's going to be around for the next 20 years. Yeah. Guaranteed for sure. Okay. Um, also, actually, this this ties back into season four. Uh, who's Kate Bush and what's her deal? Let's talk about it, dude, because it's pissing me off. Okay. It's see? pissing me off. I knew. I knew. It's it. pissing me off. I mean, I don't even off. know who the fuck she is. Should the, I know? 
no, but she's definitely like, you know, well-known like 80s artist. And the song that everyone's all just praising is not even close to her good shit. And then let's get into the song, though. Not a good song. Mm. Not a good song. Mm. Okay? My sister came over. She's putting it on. She's loving it. Not a good song. Okay? And then furthermore, it's a go- it's a Christian song. Mm. It's a gospel Christian song. Kate admits it. It's about God. It's like, I, it, it ticks me off with the people that are just like, that song's so amazing. No, it's not. And if you and if you and if you like Kate Bush, you clearly don't listen to her because she actually has amazing stuff. And that song, once you listen to her catalog and then you put that song up against it, you'll be like, "Oh wow." Okay, good. Um, I have no idea who she is. Never heard of her in my entire life. Didn't think the song was great. Also agree with you whenever you latch on to like one song by someone but don't know any of their actual good stuff. I'm just like, you're a wanker, wanker, get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Perfect. Um, Next one that I have for you. New Kendrick album versus new Drake album. Um, Well, completely different hemispheres. Um, Kendrick's is heavy, man. Uh, and I've gone back and listened to it. It's heavy. It's too heavy. It's way too heavy. It's a little heavy. It's, it's, it, there's way too many things that I have to read. I need the cliff notes. It's the first time I need cliff notes for an album. It definitely is put together like it's one like acting production of, you know, it's almost like a story or like a Broadway play in a sense where I feel like that's how what he was trying to do. It's good and you can hear all of his skill in it, but I agree. I'm like... I don't like I don't need this. Yeah. But like he doesn't drop very often. No. So he can't get all that stuff out. And I know what he's doing. Like you know, there's a lot of like, you know, innuendos and, you know, social things and but but it's it's too heady. It's too heady for me. Yeah. And I never thought I would say it, but it it's too heady for me. It's one of those you listen to it, but you're more like, I'm gonna listen to it to experience this, but I'm not gonna be like Playing this riding around. Yeah. Now the Drake album is an absolute cop out. Agree. And he tried to be like, you guys don't get it. Um, excuse me. I'm going to get close oh, to the mic here. I'm going to get the, it. I'm going to bring the mic this, close uh, this here. This is when I know it's something legit. That, excuse that... me, Aubrey. Let me talk to you. <laughs> you don't tweet out and say, y'all don't get it. You know, we're behind on stuff. Listen, buddy. You know how long electronic music's been out, bud? Mm. You know how long it's been out? It's been out for a while. You popped on one, okay? You did You did a little electronic album, and you didn't do good. Mm-mm. You mailed it in. You mailed it in. The beats were not good. Your shit was not good. Nope. And I'm, um, I don't know for a fact, but I'm almost certain that you went in and it was a 24-hour deal and you, and you and you finished the record and I bet it's because you have a contract with, uh, I believe he's signed to Sony and I bet you have a contract and in that contract that probably says uh, do a certain number of albums and then once you finish those, then we get to re-up because people don't know. Drake just re-signed with Sony for a fucking huge deal. So I'm willing to bet he fucking just hurried up that album to finish it so he can get the new deal. Mm. That's the inside shit y'all don't know. Um, 
I agree. I think it'll play very well in Miami. That's a classic. Like it's gonna... Drake. It'll people will play it. Massive. The only song on it that's worth a damn is Massive, and yeah. it's just okay. I uh, yes, I've I heard that song a thousand times. Yes, I I agree. Um, it's not the type of Drake I like either, though. So I'm surprised by Drake because he has so many uh, uh, connections in in like, you know, big, really big uh, producers that he could have worked with that could have like really put together some like awesome stuff. And he 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 tried too hard, even down to the album artwork, trying doing way too much. Like trying yeah. so hard. All right, so we're going Kendrick versus uh versus Drake. We're definitely going Kendrick, but we're also saying Kendrick. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a reoccurring question that I've that I've asked, and I just I need an updated uh, an updated answer. Is COVID over? Um, uh, COVID is COVID's over. COVID's over. Uh, COVID is over. Uh, but. We we got monkeypox. Oh, we got monkeypox. Okay, and you know I don't. We don't know how this show is going to go because we don't discuss it. You know, as we always say, we don't ever discuss any of the topics that we're going over. But I'm just going to let you know, there may or may not have been a person uh, that attended the Fourth of July uh, extravaganza that has monkeypox. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Not on the day you were there. You're good. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> thank you for that distinction. Um, this is a good one. So put your thinking cap on for this. Um, what musician would be the best president of the United States? And I also need a vice president. Give me your best running duo. Ted Nugent. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh the uh this is a really good question um i'm going it's gotta be an older head but also like has a connection with the youngins and hmm. i'm gonna go with the vice president should be uh george clinton Okay. And the president should be Paul McCartney. I that's, that is that's who I duo. had that is who I had in my head. It's gotta be Paul, right? As president. Gotta be Paul. I was thinking him or Mick. Yeah. Him or Mick. And we're making uh, They an, couldn't be together. That wouldn't work. We're we're totally like, you know, Ixnang. We're going to Congress and we're Ixnang. You gotta be born here thing. And it's Paul Paul. The Englishman is going to be our president. Yes. And then I think George Clinton would be a nice balance to him. So and, I and get that black belt, you know? Well, I actually on the same. Wow. We are, we are in the same groove right now. I was actually going to go Diddy. Diddy would actually be as, very good as my VP. Um, I will retract Jordan. And can I put Diddy in there? Uh, that's, go, that's so better. we're going to go Paul McCartney for president and his running mate is going to be p diddy yeah that one uh i i i challenge anyone to beat those two okay mm -hmm. good Absolutely. now who's he running he's running against crazy eric clapton and and ted nugent and ted clapton nugent. is yeah <laughs> clapton and nugent is who he's running against bro okay bro, perfect i love it okay 
Who would win that, man? Who would win Prob- that? Probably Nugent. Probably, dude. I mean, yes. Yeah. Um, all right, I got a good, another good one for you. I need a celeb or musician. I'm going to open it up a little bit wider for you. A celeb or a musician that you hate, but also kind of love. Um, A celeb or a musician that I hate, but I kind of love. Oh, uh, I mean, the first thing that pops in my mind is like too easy, uh, because Will Smith, I love him. And there's a part of me that thinks all the crazy stuff that has like obviously happened, you know, recently, I just think that Jada has a huge part in it and he's just kind of like, you know, brainwashed or whatever. Not that that it's an excuse, but to me, it's kind of an excuse. Okay. Uh, but Will's one that like, but it sounds like you love him more than you hate him. And this is a, you hate him. That's why you I hate, you hate them, but you kind of love them. Um, yeah, that one's hard. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say, I don't know to that one. I, it's, uh, it, it's hard for me. Who do uh, Yeah. There's, I mean, cause to me, when I hate someone, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of like, I don't fuck with them. That yeah. one's hard. Do you have, do you have someone? Um, I have I have one that I'm just gonna throw out there, a cold fish on your lap. I don't actually hate him per se, but I, I'm just gonna throw him out there and then we'll see. So I'm gonna go Pete Davidson. Oh, Pete Davidson, I don't um, hate him. I don't hate him. I, I I just I don't like him. I don't like the whole thing that he's doing and his and his same oh shtick. i got one for you but okay. you, I, uh pete davidson no, i don't but but him. i think but also i'm just like like i don't like that he's always in the news and blah 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 but i'm also like he's probably just a regular guy yeah he's a comedian to me comedians are like all you know normal chill people and they, they're you know not like the worst people. I, I don't hate him but i it just came dave portnoy that's from, a good one from barstool like I that's don't funny like you said him. that because I, I I swear I wrote that down, but I was like, that's not a big enough person. I think he is. To I mean, maybe, but I didn't think for this the 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 construct of this conversation that he would have been a big a big enough name with cachet. Like I don't like him. I don't. So I don't like him, and the reasons I don't like him are because to me he comes off as just the frat you know, pompous guy that I just don't, I don't like those, those people and yeah. like the things that he's wears and he comes off as like semi arrogant. Oh, he's very and, arrogant. I you don't know, even think that's a semi blah, blah, blah. But then there is the, the one tinge inside of him that I love and respect about him. He's real as fuck. Like when shit goes down a bar stool, he not only, uh, tends to it head on, He's brutally honest, and and to me, he comes off as brutally honest, and I respect him for that. I a thousand percent agree. Um, you know, there's definitely like some to- toxic, just like workplace, just everything about Barstool, and those people that I think heavily consume it. But like when he's doing a pizza review, or just like other things, like you said, when he's just. Like, we're not going to shy away from this. We're going to get right into it. Yes. I love that shit. Yeah. They, because that's... I'm like, let's just get this out in the open. And you very rarely 
don't hear from him. There's not silence involved. And you know? yeah, exactly. And that's what I do like about him because he runs a, a, a huge, you know, sports entity that is pretty much taken over. And when shit does go down there, he, you know, does his emergency press conference and he gets right to it. He doesn't bat. He doesn't shy away from any question, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I respect the shit out of him for that. Okay. I feel like, and, and I feel like the media and a lot of people, I feel like the people that don't like him are because like, you know, they're just fucking, you know, liberal ass people. They're like, well, he's on Fox news. Yeah. And I and I hate, I can't stand when people do that. Yeah. Because, uh, if you actually do watch his Fox news things, he's not, he's not your Trumper fucking person up there, you know, spitting conspiracy theories. He's uh, He's on there because he they give him a platform and he's just willing to talk about shit and I and I that I, I I'm I feel like I'm kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um all right, this next one, uh Almost Famous is coming to Broadway. Would you go see that? And did yes. you like the movie? Yes and yes. Okay. Stillwater fucking kills. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yes. Penny Lane is like, yeah, forever and every is that was like such a crush of mine, you know. But yeah, I would totally go see uh, Almost Famous, and it. I bet it'll be. Uh, it actually will probably be. That's a great. That'll be. That's a great uh, transition, right? To Broadway, I think. Yeah, well, I think that music, it's been around long albums, enough, yeah. and just like I think it's gonna end up being a good, uh, a good show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so after a Peacock that we had recently done. And uh, and champion of of the bracket, um, and and Pross saying that they would never do it again. There are now reports coming out that um, the Fujis are going to be putting together a tour and getting back on the road. Uh, I'll see it when I believe it. You'll believe. I'll it believe when it when I see it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm right there. I'll with believe you. it when I see it. That yeah, one. That one doesn't move my monkey at all. I believe when I see it. Yeah. They haven't earned that. And I don't even have that much confidence in the music that could be put out. Okay. I agree. Times have changed. Ears, no, I, ears, I think my ears, just, ears have changed. It's 25. Actually, I, I hope they don't do that because they're going to ruin the Fugees for me. Yeah. I think it was the 25th anniversary of something, a cup of the, of the score, like in 2019. And then they were supposed to go on tour. It got postponed for COVID and they were then going to come back 2021. And there's the backstory. And then, of course, now they're saying they're going to schedule it soon. Right. So yeah. right well, there with you. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to toss this cold fish in your lap and, and you just go off, King. Post Malone. Wow. It's amazing. I love these. Every, every one of these have been amazing. Um, I got two more good, this good, kid's uh, good ones doing for you after it. this. This kid's doing it. Yeah. This kid's doing it. Uh, I think I've told you the story of, you know, the new rap stuff, you know, it's hard for me to get into. And three year, three, I think, yeah, about three years ago, I went to uh, the horse track and he uh, performed at Pegasus. Okay. And I got like VIP stuff and I tr was trashed this guy the whole time. I was like, I have no, don't care to see him. You know, but I, you know, was there. And the music, he, the, just the fact that it was a show pulled you in. Yeah, and so he went on, absolutely amazing, so freaking talented. This guy is, knows how to write a melody. He knows how, you know, there's those artists that, that you know, come around, 
and they just know how to write music. They know how to write hit songs. They know how to write melodies. They know how to pick the perfect lyrics and stuff for it, be clever with them. And he has not only has that recipe, he's the chef. He's Wolfgang Puck. Like okay. I've been, I listened to him all last week. You know, because everyone's been hearing on the TikToks like his new song with the mashup with never Return of the Mac. Really listen to it. So it's do I need to listen to this album? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. And uh, I even went in further and was reading because the the new song everyone's hearing on TikTok, uh, Cooped Up, which is a mashup with the re the Return of the Mac, um, uh, by uh, Mark Morrison. Uh, you know, Roddy Rich is on the track. And Roddy's verse is just okay. I mean, yeah, to me, Roddy is just okay. Anyways. He's just okay. Exactly. He, yeah. To me, he's just okay. But he was on this track and I was like banging it, you know, over and over again. And I was like, his lyrics are, you know, his, his verse is just okay. And I went and, and I dove more and I learned Post put him on, man. Post is like, you know, brought, he, he, he brings him on in all of his tours to open up and like, with there's no Roddy without Post, and so interesting. I learned about he's a, just a great guy. You know, he's like there for his. He's like he's one of those people, like those artists that you know, if you're his friend, you're in. He'll he's gonna put he'll do everything for you. I That's love cool. Post Malone. I think he's an absolute genius, uh, and his music he continues to fucking get better and better. I mean, he started off on SoundCloud, man, with the fucking the, the white the white Iverson. Like yeah, he's yeah. Post Malone, man, he's the shit. Okay, not where I thought uh, that was going, but you have now you've piqued my interest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got two left for you, two good ones for you. Um, what's Alex's biggest pet peeve? Um, I cannot fucking stand if you have your windshield wipers on and the rain is like kind of stopped, or maybe it's like, or maybe it's kind of, kind of sprinkling, but you have your wind wipe, uh, windshield wipers on like way too high and they're starting to like scrub and making that sound. That's your biggest pet peeve? I can't fucking stand it. Okay. Can not stand the, that sound. Okay. I will. Not, if, once I, again, not where I thought we I'm were going. If I'm sitting in the car with you, I will lean over and I will tell you, Hey, can you uh, click it down a couple? Okay, I will. I will. I will say it. that's my biggest pet peeve. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very weird. Yeah. Not. Uh, not where I thought we were going. Uh, last one here of the quick hits. Um, what's something that's going on now that's making you feel old? Uh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Okay. I. I. I have been wrestling for years now with am i old or is this music trash okay because it's i don't get it it's asmr shit like yeah. it's like whispering and you know the kids love her she's just like the biggest thing ever and her uh phineas her brother who is you know the producer of all of her stuff he is a very, very do your research on a very accomplished uh, producer and musician. He does not only uh, uh, produce for her; he does Taylor. He does tons. He does tons of other huge Bruno, like huge artists. Okay, and I think he has a very big reason why, because the beats on Billy are fucking sick, but her whispering thing. 
Like she doesn't sing, dog. Like I, you've yeah, never heard I mean, her belt some fucking tunes and hit some notes where you're like, wow. Yeah, I mean, I've never thought of her as someone that had like a lot of vocal. But the range. kids love her. The kids love her because I guess she wears baggy things and she doesn't, you know, do sexualized stuff. And she her lyrics are about you know, teenage angst and depression. Uh, spoiler, guess what, guys? People have been doing that for a very long time, okay? Mm. Artists, listen to punk rock music. Listen to email. It's not new. No. So Billie Eilish is one that makes me feel old because I I don't know why she's so big with the youngins. I, it's, to tie this back into music, um, I definitely feel that way, and I'm sure you definitely also do, and I'm sure this is a very common thing, but just that way, just in general with hip-hop. Like, yeah. I, I do the, you know, the get-off-my-lawn old man where I'm like, okay, I, I'm not finding any of this new stuff to be dope. Like, have you heard Illmatic? I think or, we're honestly starting... I, it's funny you bring that up because I've been thinking... I think we're actually kind of on the back end now of this new hip-hop, and I think the jig is up a little bit. I, I think agree. people are starting to... Re like, I think that we hit the bottom and we're like starting to turn the corner on heading upwards. Yeah. But I'm always like, am I... Is this music bad or am I just old and... Right. You know, the people that were, you know, 30 and 40 when we were, you know, in college... Were they saying the same shit? And they're like, no, public enemy. That's the stuff you got to, you know? Right. Were they doing that? And um, that that's definitely something that makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you ready to get into this? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a doozy for you. Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's get into the Peacock in music this week. It's everyone's favorite segment. As always, I will remind you guys, if you like the Peacock, if you are intrigued and you want to hear more, uh, you know, we've done the work for you. Uh, go to Spotify. It's exclusively on, Sp exclusively on Spotify. Uh, you know, they, they paid us a lot of fucking dollars to only do it with them and you go on Spotify, search Peacocks in music. You'll find the playlist. And we uh, we we find all the choice tracks, uh, tracks that we're talking about, songs we're talking about that we think that you need to hear. So if you like the Peacock uh, and you want to know more, it's all right there for you. And there we it made is. it super easy for you. Yeah. Go so check it out. This week's Peacock in music is none other than justice or oh nice should i say justice okay thank you for clarifying that is if you don't want to sound like if you want to talk about them and not sound like a jabroni and want to let people know that you're in you pronounce you, you call it justice that's how the french call them 
Okay. Because they are, they are French. Okay. So, Justice, 2003 to present, French House. Yes. French House. Uh, the group is uh, consisting of Gaspard Og. I mean, I'm probably going to you know, butcher these names. Gaspard Og and Xavier de Rosnay. And they are managed by the great Pedro Winter. Mm. And I say the great Pedro Winter because... I'm, you know, because, you know, I love trivia. You know, I love, uh, you know, posing questions to you. Yeah, you always got to make all the, the connections for the synapse. Now, stay in the mind frame and the genre that Justice is. Okay. If you were to guess, Pedro Winter is the manager of, uh, of, of Justice. He was a former manager of who? Okay. I have... I have two guesses. You only get one. Oof. All right. I'm going to go Tiesto. What was the other one? Uh, Diplo. Daft Punk. Mm. Pedro Winter was the manager for Daft Punk since the, uh, since the beginning. Daft got huge. Um, and he kind of was like, he, he basically was like, Yo, you guys are good. You don't need me anymore. And I actually want to start this l- record label, Ed Banger. And they were like, all right, cool, see you later. And he starts uh, uh, the Ed Banger Records. And Ed Banger, Ed Banger, for the listeners out there, if you do like electronic music in French House, Ed Banger is the, that's every artist that Pedro signs to them is bar none. Really? Yes, bar none. Full stable? Uh, yeah, every single person. If you, yeah, you break bots on Ed Banger. Dope. You know, uh, DJ Meddy. I mean, everybody wants to be. It's the premiere. Okay. Uh, they first came to prominence uh, when they made the uh, remix f- uh, for a college radio station uh, contest, and they won. Um, Pedro heard it uh, on the radio, uh, loved it, and immediately signed him to Ed Banger Records. Love that. Uh, you know, Love when you get a good immediate signing. Yeah. Because, like... I feel like you've told the story in the past. So they come in, they sing, or they do. They'll play like three songs, and it's very like a movie esque situation, right? Right. Where you're just like, okay, yes, they are exactly what we need. Let's just get this done. Here's the contract. Yeah. So he hears it. Mealy signs them to Ed Banger. Um, they were one of the, the early on uh, uh, artists to sign to Ed Banger. And Ed Banger uh, re-released uh, the song and changed the title of it, which is We Are Your Friends. Great song. Amazing song. Yeah, probably my favorite song by them. Amazing song. Yeah. That was their first amazing song. That's what I think most people heard first and got privy to them. Like, We Are Your Friends. Absolutely emotional, just house funk metal like song it's amazing yeah um and they kind of stuck with that remix group so they hit on that re they did that remix uh contest and then they decided to stick on doing remixes for the next uh year and a half and they punched out remixes for Fatboy slim n-e-r-d uh, uh franz ferdinand uh, britney spears just they were just doing remixes in like they were building their clout. Yeah. 
Um, and then it was it was time to do an album. Yeah, you got to Cross. Amazing. They put out their first album. It's called Cross. It's it 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 blew everyone away. And I happened to fortunately be enough. I w- was all over this band. So when this album came out, Jordan, when I tell you it changed the, the landscape, you know, for electronic, electro house, this is when, so before about, before, you know, in the early 2000s, there was house, it was house, it was called house music. And then these bands, there was these bands and DJs that came along and the word electro got introduced. Now everyone knows, but everyone calls it EDM now. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, the young, the people out there in 2001, electro, EDM, electronic music was not a word, a vocabulary word in, you know. That you used in, to describe that. They were... They were on the press. They were the ones that really changed it all, and because it was now not house anymore. Yeah, it was electro house. It was yeah. French electro house. It was electronic music, and they changed it when this when Cross came out. It changed the game for every producer out there. It changed how you made music. It changed how you sampled music. It changed the things that you you know, the old rules of electronic music because house music is repetitive and it's sampled bass, but it's repetitive sample bass. They really introduced what I call glitchy sampling. Yeah. Which you, which is everyone hears now, instead of having a baseline, you know, play, they would sample it and cut the baseline up to where it was glitchy and they would, they would, they would stop it at half notes and bring it back at full notes. Yeah. You know, but it Mm -hmm. was, it was, they were, they really changed the whole entire dynamic of producing music and what you thought dance music was. Um, uh, June 11, 2007, they, they released cross. Uh, they got nominated for three Grammys, uh, for that album. They, they did not win, uh, for any of the songs on the album, but they did that year uh, win a Grammy for best uh, remix for okay. the MGMT Electric Feel uh, remix. Fantastic song. Fantastic. I mean, absolutely fantastic yeah. song. Um, so they won. They won the Grammy for that. They went on to uh, put three more albums out. Uh, none of them. Uh, the, their only commercial success was Cross with uh, Dance, the song D-A-N-C-E. Uh, that one did actually get radio play, but their other three albums, they never had, they didn't have any hits on it and stuff. There were no Grammy nominations or anything like that, except for uh, the last one, which was, and I, you know, I hate to do this. Go ahead. Because I don't want to take away from them, but the last album was called uh, Women Worldwide. And it was a mashup album of all of their past songs, but they played it live and mashed mm. up and it was very creative how they mashed up the songs and stuff. But, and they won a Grammy for, they won best electronic uh, album uh, uh, in 2019 for that album. But I think 
it had a little bit to do with the Me Too movement and mm. the woman thing that was going on. And you know, I'm I'm walking on eggshells right now. Yeah, because I'm not Big saying that. Shells. I'm not saying that. Like you know, that wasn't. Did you like the album though? I love the album. Okay, but I I think. I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from. You, you're, you're, we're going to just deduct some points because you're using all your old stuff. Well, I don't blame them because we all know, and we've talked about it a hundred times on this podcast, the Grammys are a sham. Yes. They give out the Grammys to the people that don't deserve to win it. The real Grammys come in the streets, guys. The real, the real, they're, they're here. it's here. Right here. Right here. We got you. We do the Grammy post game and we tell you exactly who should. Sure. Really Are we going to do the Grammys this, this next year? We do it every year. We We're do it every gonna, year. You're, you're right. And so I think the Grammys were lending a little bit towards the Me Too movement and the name of their album and they kind of just handed it over to them. Okay. I don't I, I don't know the who they are we're up against, but that's just You're making a hot take. It's okay. That's just my yeah. 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 So uh they did win a best electronic album uh in two thousand nineteen for that. So they got a, a couple Grammys under their belt. Um like I said, uh their sound is uh disco y funk and then they got that metal. They got yeah. that metal y rock in it. Yeah. Now uh but I have a couple other just little nuggets in there too. Yeah, I I, I could eat a few nuggets. One's uh, one's good, one's bad. Mm. One I bad, knew. Give me the bad news. One I knew. Give me the bad I, nug. One I knew. One I didn't know. Good nug, bad nug. Um, bad nug, which I which is I which I didn't know mm. when doing the research. Um, they had they ran into a little bit of controversy. Uh, they put out so they when they went on tour for the Cross album, they had a guy follow him around, a videographer follow him around, and they wanted to put out like a little, you know, yeah. documentary thing. Yeah. And I have it on DVD. I watched it. it was awesome. And in that uh, documentary, apparently, at one of at their live shows, it uh, is seen and shown that. One of those because it's two guys. One of the guys was playing a synthesizer that was not plugged in. Mm. So fans, bad nug. Yeah, fans and people were like, "Hey, yo, what's that? These guys don't play their stuff." Which, as you know, me. That's a big nug. That's a big bad nug. It's it's, and you know me. I I hate. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. Uh, you know they, they they covered it up with like giving other footage of other times when they were playing and things were plugged in. But you know, we all know about Photoshop and things Mm. like that. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to land on the side of, I think these guys absolutely do play their own shit. Yeah. You know, but, but like that's, that's, you got, that's there. That's out there. You caught. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What's Um, the good nug? Give me a good nug. The good nug. So in this uh, this uh, documentary, at the end of the tour, the, so the one guy gets arrested at the end of the tour <laughs> because he's back. Uh, he's done. They are done with their show in whatever whatever it was, and the fans are going nuts. And there is this one fan that's a little too handsy, a little too rough, 
you know, grab them. Maybe, you know, homeboy was a little tired, mm. you know, you know, just kind of wanted to get you there right outside their tour bus. And he uh, he breaks a beer bottle over his head. Uh, Blood the, everywhere. The guy from the just, band. Justice breaks it breaks over, a, over, over the a handsy guy. Like the, the fans just like, ah, and like. He's going a little too far, like try, trying to grab him, and they're like, "Yo, get off!" You know, you get out. And he's, you know, he's he has a beer bottle in his hand because he's been drinking yeah. you know, throughout the concert. Breaks it right over his head. Love that. Good Blood nug. everywhere. Good nug. Love that. Yeah. Now the good nug doesn't um, truly wash away ever the bad nug that you brought up. So I'm going to take that nug with a grain of salt. Yeah, take the bad nug with a grain of salt and, you know, because you, you're, you're your own person and you have your own ideas. and your No, own I'm thoughts. taking the good nug with a grain of salt because uh, I'm like, uh, eh, you gotcha. still have this stuff that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not over that. We're not past that. Yeah, because I did, you know, of course, clicked on the photo, wanted to see it, and it's not plugged in. No? And you're playing live. It's not plugged in, mm. you know. So even though you came out after and said, well, look, I played on these and then... They did a bunch of that's other... damage control PR PR yeah. people yeah yeah mm. it's um and that's so that's why I say like I do believe that they make their own music and stuff when they're in the studio but uh could be uh, iPod DJs all right and you know how hard that is for me to say especially about this band yeah that's tough but I have but I have to be objective mm. and I have to deliver. Good the, nug, bad nug. The facts. Yep. Right? Thank you. That's what we do. Yeah. I'm I not, need to be informed. I could have easily swept out in there and been like, these guys are the shit. No, that was your civic responsibility to let us know. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So that is your Peacock in music this week. Justice. Just Go these. check them out. I'm coming with some weird ones with you lately. Um, They are good, though. I yeah. know them. Um, I'm excited, though, because... I know them very topically. Yes. And now I need to get down into that meat. Yeah, I got some good ones for you. Okay, perfect. Um, before we uh, head out here, there's a couple things I wanted to uh, talk about. Because you know how you guys, the listeners, they know how upset we have been with the Britney Griner situation. Yeah, the w- free Britney. The WNBA player in Russia. You know, we're, we're probably on day like 90 or something, whatever, crazy super messed up that you know she you know she's she's still detained but i i I, she did have weed on her well yeah she pled guilty she well but then so so she pled guilty today uh don't know if you i read on it and it's looking like russia you have to they make you just plead guilty and then there's an exchange going on yeah so my thing is I want to ask you this because we're both kind of in agreement here. I just, she, I get my weed in Russia, so I don't have to bring it through the border. And that's her biggest mistake there is you got to just have a guy in Russia. Right. You know, or just don't bring it. You know, you have a lot of money. I mean, you know, she's going to be in Russia for a while. I also was reading too how she, I guess she's ha- like is really in like with with, she, with some like Russian oligarch. Yeah. And um, when all the U- Ukraine stuff was going down, he'd like split. So when she was like, "All right, I'm gonna split now," and then got caught, 
she like like reached out to her, her guy and was like or girl whatever and was like hey yo and he was like i'm out i can't help you so like that was also like i was it was it was a weird those ruskies are slippery man yeah and we, and then and she but she also kind of was that like the way you know because it was a loosely based you know a story in 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 the article and that's what they basically were hearing like well that's why she kind of brought the you know vape with weed in it mm. because she thought she had this oligarch having her back mm. you know and, and and he and she probably would normally have that but things got hairy and you know that's why that's what landed her oh so but i wanted to ask you if we are going to be in agreement on sh- the reason why she uh, pled guilty is because now we're going to do a little prisoner exchange. Yeah, what I read was that you almost, I think she had to yes. so that they could do one. What is, how many, I'm going to say weeks, how many weeks are we giving, uh, I'm going to say Biden, how many weeks are we giving Biden to uh, finish that To off? get this done? Yes. What is, what from right you, now? To you, I'm going to, Give me the weeks that you think it will happen, and then give me the weeks that you think it should happen within. I'm gonna give him a fortnight. I'm gonna give him. Uh, I'm gonna give him. I think that's two weeks. I'm gonna give him two weeks to get this done. I'm, I'm giving him two that's, weeks as well. That's what he has. He has to get it done in two weeks to look like he can get anything done. It'll probably the wheels of justice, knowing um, that they're dealing with the slippery ruskies over there. I'm going to say Brittany gets home right in time for the Labor Day barbecue. I was hoping you were going to say Hanukkah. No, that would have been funny. Hanukkah? I thought I thought I thought for sure you're like she's going to be home for the holidays. She's gonna, <laughs> it's going to be a planes, trains and automobiles situation. She pops right inside for Thanksgiving. She's going to stop at Sheboygan. Yeah, she she gets right home for Thanksgiving and guess what she's thankful for? Yeah. <laughs> Not Biden. No. Yeah. Just being out of the gulag. It's really you know I want to let me ask you this too. So wait, when do you think when two weeks was mine? But how when do you think it'll actually get done? I'm going Labor Day. I'm so that's like early September. I'm going a month. I'm going four weeks. Okay, so she's gonna be home before the school year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I'm not buying those school supplies yet. That's all I'm saying. No, we're not going to Walmart and getting the supplies until you're. We're gonna probably have to skip uh, tax free week this this year. Mm. Yeah. You have that in Russia? Yeah, that's uh I mean, god, these 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 just when, you know, we were kind of warming up to them, you know? Mm. Pieces of shit. Yep. Um uh the other thing too I want to hit on is the Joey Chestnut stuff. Jaws. Yes. Now you think I'm going to go into how he uh manhandled someone in the middle of his eating, right? I you did think, think that's what I'm going to talk about. Yes. No. Okay. We need to, we need, we, we need to stop. This competition doesn't need to happen anymore. It's not, it's not fun anymore. He's whooping people by, you know, well, this year it was like 16, 16 dogs. I think six, 16. Like, yeah. And I, cause I don't want to say, Hey, Joey retire because that's not fair to him. We, we might, need to stop this. Stop uh, doing it. I don't think that's that's un-American. You can't stop 
the capitalistic ways that it's getting just allow, boring. Let I, him let the Jap back. Can I say Jap? I can't say no, Jap. You can't say that. I, uh, Japanese guy back. Yeah, I can say that. You can say that. Let the Jap Japanese guy back. You dirty dog. <laughs> Um, let let yo, uh, Yamaha. Uh, oh my God, Mike! Just mark all of this, please. Yo, cut it, cut it, cut it, clip it, clip it, clip it, clip it. Um, let him back in it though. Yeah, but he, wasn't he was even, the only one. Yeah, I, I I think the opposite. I think you have to be like Joey. Um, you know, we're putting you out to stud. Uh, or like change the rules. And be like, hey, two minutes in, then you start. No, you can't do that. You gotta have equal fair playing field for all involved. Do you think Joey's having fun anymore? I don't know because he also didn't come near his his high. He doesn't need to. He knows he doesn't need to. So that to me is that's the part I don't like. It's like the horse that's winning by so much that they slow down before they even get they don't even sprint through the finish line. Right. And he doesn't need to hit seventy anymore. I didn't actually watch it this year. Um and I'm not like a, I mean, I'm a big dog guy, but it's one of those where I'm just like, eh, I agree. But it's like when the Lakers are on the three-peat and you're like, yeah, I'm done with you. I want to see some other teams in there. Like, and maybe it's, you know, us being selfish, but I think someone needs to talk to, you know, the major league eating people and just be like something. You got to let the guy back in it um, or, or stop this because... He's just whooping. I mean, what was it this year? He had a broken leg, and he yoked somebody, choked somebody out in the middle of it, and he's still whooping by like sixteen. It's just like, I mean, what are we doing, dude? Yeah, the like it's the, not fun. The broken foot should account for at least m- minus two dogs. When you go put someone in a headlock, that's throwing you out of the game. I'm thinking that's three or four dogs. Right. And you still beat them by sixteen. Yeah, man. So it's... I I agree. Um, there might need to be some rule changes I don't, that, that bring the pack closer together. Some parity. Yeah. And, and also, too, they usually have, like, what, like, you know, 16, you know, contestants up there. Let's get rid of the riffraff. Oh, you want to thin the herd? I want to thin the herd. I kind of like, though, that they're having, you know, the pros are going to be in the middle, right? And then... You know, just Steve from Iowa. He won like a local, uh, a, a regional, a regional dog, dog chaw. And he said, you know, I, maybe, maybe I'm Rocky. Maybe I got a shot. Now, this was what I was thinking too, because, you know, Jeopardy did this, you know, with uh, a homeboy that was cleaning up. Yeah. Uh, not the uh, the last one, Holzhauser or whatever. Yeah, the first guy that was yeah. on for like forever. Remember, he was cleaning up. Uh, uh, something Jennings, Ted Glenn Jennings, Ken, Ken, Ken Jennings. Jennings. Remember, he was cleaning up, and then remember, Jeopardy was like, "All right, we're putting up you up against a computer. We're putting up you up against IBM." So remember maybe that? that's what we do. That's something. Maybe Joey needs to go up against AI, or maybe like you get all the regular people up there, and then you have like the sixth grade boys class from P one eighty nine, and like. New York City, they right. get they get one lunch table. Right. So, you know, they get, you know, eight kids that get to sit down and they get to try to beat him. Yes. Now I'm back in. I'm back. I'm, I'm back. I love that. I'm right? back in. I'm totally in that. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're there, there's gotta be some type of handicap that's like gonna be legal. Like, 
And then, you know, if they win, you know, Nathan's, you got to give that school like, you know, 20 I was thinking, grand in, I was thinking, in hot dogs. I was thinking charity stuff too. But only th- hot dogs. Yes. Yeah. Like, like you're going to be, you're going to supplement all my bun needs for the next three school years. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. But yeah, we got to change something up. It's not fun anymore. It's, it's getting to a point where I, I don't want to, you know, tell Joey to retire, but it's just, why haven't everyone, why aren't they better? Get be better. I don't know. I think PS 189 has got something to say this year. I, I I like that idea, right? Because this year was the first time I was like, "Yo, this is stupid." And you could come up with like other iterations of that too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, maybe you take the second place guy and then the uh, the worst guy, the, the the you know Steve from the local qualifying uh, match in Iowa, and you can add their dogs together. Or like you know, or what if they he actually goes against another dog? Dude, you're cooking. Right? Now you're cooking. Now, uh, yeah, a local a kennel. A dog? Oh, okay. The local kennel has 10 wiener dogs, and they get to just dump the dogs, you know, into a bucket, and however many they eat, you get 10, 10 wiener dogs First, Joey Chestnut. I think that's fair. See? I got Joey. I got Joey, too. I got Joey. Yeah. I like that. That's I want that one. I want both. I want, I want there ideas. to be, there could be like five of those different groupings, you know, like let's make this interesting. What different dogs? Yeah, uh, or, or no, no, no. Or just different groups. So PS 189 is over there. We got our pile of dogs over here. You know, maybe, um, maybe we do like uh, an entire school bus of kids, but they can't use their hands. Boom. Right. 20 kids, no hands. And they're on, they're eating on the bus. On the bus. Yeah. While the school bus driver is driving. I was just about to say the school bus driver is. One kid is allowed to supplement him, though, with his hands, but he can't eat. Yeah. So you're gambling on whether the kid, you know, being, you know, kind of shoved all over the place by the crazy driver with no hands could eat more. Or is he better served feeding Frank, the bus driver? You know, these are the, the bus th- this driver, is strategy. The bus driver's name is Ballpark Frank. Ball, duh. <laughs> yeah. Or Oscar. Or Nathan. Or Nathan. God, look at us. Okay, so those are our, those are, that's what we're going to toss out there. 305 741 3671. Do you guys have a way that we can level out this playing field? Yes. Let yeah. us know. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. And then I think you and I need to do a hot dog eating contest next year. You want it, you talked about it all. I was I mean I mean, I don't want to do it, but I will. Do you think I have a shot? Against me? Yes. Yes. No dunking. We talked about this over the weekend though. No dunking. You don't yeah, you don't want to dunk. I yeah, yeah. I have a shot. Yeah. All right. So next July fourth, Rocky versus having, Apollo. Here we go. I'm, I'm you're Apollo. Okay. Wow. I'm clearly Rocky. Why are you Rocky? That or you can be Clubber Lang. That's Mr. T. Okay. Um, In number three, um, he kills Apollo. I want to be Clubber Lang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to be Clubber Lang. And next July fourth. I will have an ungodly amount of uh, chains on, and we're yep. doing this. Okay. And I'm going to bring you in a payphone, and we're going to call 100 Collapse. Perfect. See you next week, guys. See ya.